Okay, so the Mishnah said, we're going to start Daf Chavzayim, at the two dots, on Chavav and Beis. Again, we'll go over that quickly. So you can't. So we know that there's a din when the Ava comes back on the first day, we're going to discuss this a little bit, that they did what's called the Sudas Havra. And that means that the, the, the Iker point there is that the Avel should not eat his own food. People um, bring him food. The first one it was a Pasuk and Yecheskel we learned from. And the point is that we said that only the Avel eats on a Mita Sekufa. We're discussing what what the, the uh, what what halachas are shaykh just halachas are shaykh just to the oven and what is right we said al kroivav shalmes right so we're coming off the mission it said in karim halachotim lemavrin al kroivav shalmes right we discuss it as machlekes whether it's talking about on chalmei dafka or always but either way so it says ein mavrin almitos ein mavrin el almitos sekufay so everybody else doesn't sit and avel has to turn over all the chairs and we'll see it actually means flip flip okay all of the chairs the beds the beds yeah all sitting. Um, all the beds, and um, so the Avil would eat on Amita Kafuya, but the people visiting would not unless they're Kroivim. However, big caveat over here, if he was really good friends, so then Yavru Amitas Kufuyas. So we said that only Kroivim, by the way, a really close friend, would also be able to sit on, on Amita Kufuyas. If not, then the people that are joining the Avil for the Sudas Havra, they eat on regular zukufa zukufas means straight right straight beds meaning not turned over that it's a regular bed now we have an interesting a funny story over here rabbi israel milsa rabbi nebuch was in avelos that's not the funny part but all agabe abba bar marta abba marta went to go visit rabba do abba Yumi, by the way his name is also abba Yumi. so rabba zakiv so abba came to join for the suzus havra and rabba went ahead and said oh abba's here okay He's not Levi Gaspa. He's not a really good Levi Gaspa. He's not a really good friend. So he put the chair regular because it said only really, really close people. Levi like Gaspa would sit on a mita kafuya, and Rabbi Zakif, Abraham Yuma Kafi. Abraham Yuma said, "No, I'm a good friend," and turned it over. Okay, Amar Kamali. So what did Rabbi say? Amar Kamales be daitelahit sorb merabanan. That this this sorb merabanan. Okay, Abraham Marta doesn't understand that. He isn't Liba Gaspa. He's not being aware of the fact that he's not Liba Gaspa. And only if somebody is Liba Gaspa, meaning a really close friend, can he be, join the Avel by, by sitting on Emita Kafuya. And Abraham didn't get that he wasn't, that Robert didn't consider him to be such a close friend. Tan Rabban. Okay. If a person is traveling, if one is allowed to be Mamayat with work, then Yemat. He should. If not, Rashi says, join a chabura. Okay? So, Rashi says, meaning, if for whatever reason you have to go ahead and engage in in business, don't do it on your own. Join like a collective, a, a co-op, a group of people and purchase together so it's not specifically you. Now, what is the case over here? Because we know that an Avel is not allowed to uh, engage in business, right? He's also Ramasa Matan. So what's the case? So Tesla says actually a few different Shatim. So first he says that what we're talking about is that it's Davar HaAvid. So since normally, what do we hold by Davar HaAvid? That it, and it's Avid V'imai. So, right, it's the most Chamer one. It's Davar HaAvid though. Normally we say Davar HaAvid could only be done Al Yadei Acher. But here, since he's on the road, there is no Acher, okay? So therefore, what we're saying is he, he, there is no Acher that can do it on his behalf. He's on the business trip. He's at the convention, wherever the trade is going on. So it's, it's a Kula saying that since he's on the road, 
he can engage in the business if it's going to be something that's lost, if there's nobody else, as long as he doesn't do it. It's not a straight one-to-one transaction that he joins a collective and purchases that way. Well, let's say he hears about it on a business trip. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. Um, okay, that's one of the pshatim. Another pshat this brings down is that we're, not, we're talking about char him, so it's, all, it's more mekel, and what he's saying is that it's, this, is not, this is not a kula, but rather a chumrah. That even though normally it's more mekel, since he's traveling, he's on a business trip, he's obviously not being nahig as Avela so much. And therefore it's a chumrah on him that if he purchases, when he's allowed to do business, since he decided to go on a business trip for whatever reason, so it's a chumrah that he has to purchase in a collective. So depending on who this is Avelos for and what the heter is, would determine whether this is actually a kula or a chumrah. Okay, next. So now, when do we know that there's a din, that the aval has to be kai for the mita. He has to turn over uh, the bed. Okay, and we've discussed before that this is a symbolic, it's a, it's a symbolic act as well. Okay, so when do, when do, when are we kai, when are we kai for the mitas? Misha yeitzei mi pesach beisai. Okay, and we'll discuss more about kafiyas mita. We're going to discuss pretty much this whole amit over here. So, when the mace goes out of the house. So what we're saying is as soon as then, Basically, what we're saying is that triggers Avelos. When does Avelos start? As soon as the mates goes out of the Pesach Pesach, that's Rabbi Eliezer Shita. Rabbi Yeshua, Aymer, no, Misha Yistaim HaGoyel. When the Goyel, okay, is covered. Now, we discuss what is Misha Yistaim HaGoyel. So Rashi, Rashi's general Pashan of Misha Yistaim HaGoyel is that as soon as the cover, of, we think of the Aran, the cover of the Aran gets closed. Okay, the problem is that we have to understand what's going on. What we're basically saying is that we saw, and we saw this before, that there's dinim that apply before Avelis, okay, when the, when, the, when the person who suffered the loss is an Ainin, and then there's dinim Avelis. So the transition point to, be, to go from being an Ainin and dealing with the body to Avelis is either when he leaves the Pesach Beisite or Mishayist HaMagel. So the question is, why is Mishayist HaMagel, if it's closing the Arain, the mace is still there, so you're still being metabol- so the person would still be being metabolized with the mace, so why would that trigger a start of Avelis? So they explain in Rashi's chat that it means cover. It doesn't actually mean, um, it doesn't actually, it's some, in some way it's, it's permanent. There are some of Farshim who say that it's not talking about when the cover of the castle goes on, but rather when it gets covered with dirt at the base Akvaris. And that is what the covering, I mean, they had different, they had Amita, right? They didn't have the caskets the way that we see them. So they had some other thing. But the point is that when we say, when we say, Mishetso Pesach Besai, at that point, it was already, others say that it was covered with nails. So the point is, however you work it out, it's, we're done with the mace. Achar Pesach, uh, one is outside of the house of the mace, that's the first shita. He's saying that, no, you don't have to be totally, totally done. But Mishetso Magalo, right, either means that it's totally covered and, now it means that we're done. That is Rashi's shop. However, Tysus holds that it's some sort of marker on top of the grave, grave site. Mishista Magadol always means. So it's a question of when, when the Aaron is covered or, or, or Tysus says when, when there is some sort of marker, that they, a tombstone or something that they used to put immediately on top of the area where he was buried. Okay, but that is all in the second sheet of Mishista Magadol. Yes, we have a Machlegis over here. Rebbe Lezer holds when, do, when, is, when would the Avel start Start. When would he have to be kafel mitasai? Right. Turn over the bed, and when does subsequently when does avelo start? So Rabbi Eliezer said that it is yashem pesach pesai, and Rabbi Shua said mishis the magolo. Now ma'aser shemesh Rabbi Gamliel hazakin. Rabbi Gamliel hazakin passed away. Keep a chest of pesach pesai. So as soon as the mace left the house, Amr lahem Rabbi Eliezer kafel mitaschem. Okay. So he said turn over your beds and start 
The Abelos. So Kivin Shenista Magoylo, Amalami Bishua. Now later, right an hour later, they, they, they were at the base of Kvaris. Mishta Magoylo happened. Okay, and then they said, okay, Rabbi Shua said, okay, time to start the Abelos. Turn over your beds. So Amalami, you know what they told him? Kvar Kavinu Al Pizakain. Okay, sorry, it's too late. We already listened to Rabbi Gamli, we already listened to Rabbi Liezer, who held that Mishiasu Pesach Besai is what triggers the Avelis. Okay. So now we know that Zakiva Samita is going to be one of the things that it's a that's an outward symbol of Avelis Befarhesya. So a person on a person who would be sitting Shiva Friday afternoon would have to be Zakiv the Mita, turn it back straight. Right, the bed is turned over, that's we can't have Avelis Befarhesya. So maybe Zakivina Samita Bar of Shabbos, Minha Mincha Ulamala. Okay, Mincha. Okay, Mincha Ulamala. And Tesis over here says. Pierce with Tesis Harav the Mesafkale Imencha Gedela Mincha Katana. So he doesn't. Tesis says he was is Mesupik Mesupik if it is Mincha Gedela or Mincha Katana over here. Okay, there are different Rishonim that say both ways. Amar Rav Bar Huna Afal Pikein in a Yosef Alach Shetachshach. So what we're saying is, even though we tell we tell you to go ahead and remove, we tell one to go ahead and remove the symbol of public Avelos Avelos before Hesya ready for Mincha time, whichever Mincha it is. But the point is, doesn't mean your Avel that his Avelos ends then. He still has to keep. Minhage Avelis all the way till the night. He can't sit on the bed. So too with other Minhage Avelis, he would have to keep the Meshulchan Aruch says until the night. Okay? It, 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 it's not an exemption from, from um, the, the requirements of Avelis. I'm Rabbi Barhuna. Shabbos. Okay, so Afal Pikin and Yeshev Allah Achetachach on Friday. Even though he's going to anyways get up Sunday morning, we're saying he's got to go through this whole process of turning over the beds again. Chazer Vakaifa. Now, by the way, so just, and we discussed this before, the concept of Kthias Hamita, okay? So, there's two different ways to understand Kthias Hamita. I mean, it's, there's, Kthias Hamita certainly, as we discussed way back in the beginning, I think we quoted a thesis, that it's symbolic, right? That the idea here is that we're showing that the world is kind of upside down. The Kaddish Baruch was not happy. It's a symbol to show, right, why Misa means, Misa comes Ayyadeh Dechet of Adam Rishayim, and that's kind of Kaddish Baruch Hu, obviously, Chatayim. And therefore, Kfiya Samita, right, that was, uh, uh, we discussed, it, uh, it represents an upside down relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, represented by, by the, the fact that somebody passed away. Okay, so that is why we do it. So it's certainly symbolic. The question is, is there an aspect also of, the Avel being uncomfortable. So there's two different ways to understand it. There's certainly an aspect of, like we said, symbolic. The Rambam holds that one would need both. He has to turn over the bed and he has to sleep on it. However, if you just say it is, um, if, you just say it's, if you just say it's symbolic, then the point is that the beds are flipped over. One doesn't actually have to go ahead and uh, sleep on that bed. So turn around. It doesn't only turn over his bed. All the beds in the house need to be turned over. He has 10 beds in 10 different places. Turns them all over. Even if there are five brothers, I'm sorry, one of them passes away. They all, even though they're in different homes, they all have to, right, not just in the one house where they're sitting Shiva, but they all, it's a chiv of the Avelos. Okay, and therefore, all of them would have to. Now, however, if it's not a bed that's meant for sleeping, 
If it's meant for just, just to hold Kalim, then ain't Tzarech L'Kafaisa. Dargesh, and we'll have to see what a Dargesh is. Ain't Tzarech L'Kafaisa, it does not need to be turned over. El it can be kept straight. Roshem Gamliel Dargesh, that what does one do for a Dargesh? Again, we still don't know what a Dargesh is. Mater is Karbitov. He unties the straps. And it falls on its own. And, and it falls on its own. Basically, it becomes turned over, unusable, all on its own. Now, my Dargesh. What is Dargesh? Amar Ula Arse Degada. Arse Degada is a chair. It's a chair for like that they used for Simchas to wish Mazel Tov. Okay, I don't know if it's good luck or Mazel Tov or like, you know, we have a kind of like, I think the thing is we have closest is like a Kisa Shalaliyahu, some sort of symbolic honorary chair that we have. So what we're saying is, then it makes a lot of sense, right? It makes a lot of sense on the surface. What we're saying is, just like a mitam yuchalakalim doesn't need to be turned over, so too this as well, as the Gemara is going to explain. So that's one way. It says by Melech Tatan called Misumala Aretz. That the whole, that for Avelos of a Melech to call him Misumala Aretz. For who? Mesavala Dargish. That the Melech sits on a Dargish. So if you're saying this is an honorary chair, not used, it was like a, it was just a show chair, okay, a Mazel Tov chair. So then, he would never be able to sit on it. Vahashta, now that he's an Avel, so then, okay, so based on Avelis, we'll now tell him that there's something you can't, you may sit on or you should sit on. So, one second, what's your problem? If you look, again, we're talking about for Avelis of a Melech, okay, yeah, there's plenty of things we're going we're gonna to go ahead and dictate because of Avelis. So in, in normally, right, right, you don't feed, there's, you wouldn't feed a king. King has his own people, right, to prepare his meal. So you wouldn't go ahead and bring, if a king was sitting, you would, Shiva, right, you wouldn't go ahead and bring him the food for, um, uh, for you know, for the food, like we discussed, for the Suz Havra. So we wouldn't feed him and give him to drink. Hashta, but the Suz Havra, right, there's a Chiv of the Avelos is to go ahead and feed the Avel that people bring. Stuff to him, okay, and yet we're, we're going to go ahead and do that. So maybe just as well, we'll make him sit on this uh, honorary chair. So Ella Ikasha says that's not the kasha. What the problem is is Ikasha Hakasha. De Tanya, it said Dargesh So we said that one does not have to turn it over, but rather they, they can keep it straight. I don't understand why wouldn't he have to be turned it over. Hatanya hakayfa mitasay. When one turns over his bed, loy mitasay bavad hu kayfa el kol mitashiyish lebesach habayis kayfa. So I don't understand. If it's a chair that's meant for or a bed that's meant for sitting, and if the avol is going to be on it, so of course you have to turn it over. So the Gemara says again, umay kashmi dava mitam yuchedes lekelim. We'll compare it to mitam yuchedes lekelim. It's an honorary chair. It's not normally used for lying, and therefore it's not subject to the kviyas hamita. The tanyim hoysa mita agim yuchedes lekelim ain't itzarech lekafaisa. So rather, let's third attempt as far as what's bothering us to say that this dargesh, which we said does not have to be turned over, is an honorary chair. So here, here's the problem. That the Tanakhama said, so what did Rabbi Shimon Gamliel say? That dargesh matir kabitov, you un you untie the straps, if you want to say that it's it's this Mazel Tov chair, my Karbitan Islay, why would it have straps on it? If it's a regular chair that's just used for Mazel Tov or there's a symbolic good luck chair or whatever, 
Okay, again, why would it have karbito? So he also rub and amar So he didn't like that pshat, and he says rav tachlifa bar ma'arava shmei. So when Rava came, he said, meaning he heard from this rav tachlifa bar ma'arava that the davashchiach b'shuka de gildai. So he was an expert. He was in the uh, he used to hang out in the leather the leather workers shuk. So my dargesh is arsa de tzala. It's a leather chair. Okay, now it makes a lot of sense. So what we're saying is a leather chair, Tanakama says, it doesn't, it's not like it doesn't have like a regular bed and therefore don't have to turn it over. And Rosh Hashanah says, no, since it, even though it's a leather chair with some sort of frame, you untie the straps, okay, and the leather falls out. And it basically, that is the way of doing Kfis Amita for it. Imar Nami, Amar Yirmiya, Dargesh, Sirugoi So what is a Dargesh? And we see clearly that it has to do with a frame, some sort of, frame, almost like we would have, uh, I don't know, like a hammock or something, but a frame that would have leather or, you know, we would have string, but the same idea. So, so that means that the straps are inside the frame, right? So all the leather work or whatever is going to be inside. Mita means saruge al gaba. Okay, that means that the, the, the frame is on top of the leather. So if the leather is... If the leather's on top of the frame, then it's a dargesh. If the, if the frame's on top of the leather, then it would be a, it would be a mita, okay? And therefore, um, again, we see that it sounds more like this pshat that it has to do with some sort of leather chair. And that's why you don't do, one doesn't do a kfiyas mita because all they would do, according to Rav Shemgamliel, is tie it. Rav Yaakov bar Acha, Amr Rav Yishom Levi, Halacha Rav Shemgamliel, that on this, dar, on this uh, dargesh, sorry, I said darga, but dargesh, on the dargesh, that he would untie one would untie the straps and it would fall down. Now, Itmar Nami, Amar Rav Yaakov Barach, Amar Rav Asi, Mita Shenaklita, similarly, Mita Shenaklita Yoitzin. So this we had, Mita Shenaklita is like a Kila Chasanim. So what it is, is like imagine um, it's where the bed has like a, a sloped top, okay? And it ends with basically just a crossbar. So it's not, not a four post bed, but it's a bed that just basically has one bar that goes across and then almost like a tent that comes uh, on top, like a teepee or a tent that comes on top of the bed. So again, since you have, there's only one bar, you can't turn that bed over. It's, if it's got four posts, you could turn it over and flip it over. But if it only has one bar, it won't stand. So therefore he says, Okay, and that all he has to do is stand it up. You don't have to flip it over. There's no kfiyas hamita on that. If somebody sleeps on top of a chair, agave udaini on a mortar, udaini gedola, agave karko, or on the ground, Okay, so we're saying that a person is not yaitza his chiv. What does that mean? Okay, so that a person who <coughs> decides to sleep on the ground, let's use the last case, not yaitza kfiyas amita. Now, let's work this back into what we just discussed before. We said this, what does kfiyas amita encompass? Does it just mean that it's symbolic. <coughs> so then you'd have to learn this Kabara saying, if a person didn't do Kfiyas Amita and only slept on the floor, that doesn't count because he didn't do Kfiyas Amita. Or according to the Ramam that holds that, that the other requi- is required to do both, both Kfiyas Amita and sleep on it, what we're saying is even if he did Kfiyas Amita, but if he doesn't sleep on it, then you're not Yaitza. And, that, and that's how to read this Gemara, according to either way. Tana Rabbanon. Tana Rabbanon, machbidin umarbitzim beveisa avel. So we end up that it's that it's symbolic or it's to be uncomfortable. It's a machlekes reshinim. Either way, we don't do it anymore. 
So, but there is no din, there is no din for an Abel. So the answer is probably symbolic because there is no din for an Abel to sleep on the floor or to sleep on something uncomfortable. So you're supposed to get rid of the pillow. Is that, but that's, that's above for Avelis as well? Okay, I'm, I'm, I haven't heard of that, but Baruch Hashem, B'lai Har, I know. So the right, so the machlekes rishon, Rambam would hold that yes, they one would have to sleep on it as well. So it could could be that the, there's an aspect of it. I I, I didn't um, I didn't see that. Okay, Tanur Rabbanon, mechabdin umar beitzim beisa avel. One is allowed to sweep and wash, meaning you're allowed to clean the house of beisa avel. Madich and karis v'kaisis sluches. You can rinse plates, cups, sluches. Kitanias, different pitchers and stuff. Base of okay, you could do the dishes. You, one could do the dishes. One can clean the floors. Clean lady can come. They may be in esha mugmar However, one may not bring spices mugmar and besamel are different types of spices and incense to the base of Any fact really one can't bring mugmar, can't bring spices and incense to the base of avel. But tani bar kapara ein mavarchen loyal mugmar lal besamel You can't make a bracha on it. One cannot make a bracha on these spices in Beis Abel. However, it sounds like the only restriction is to make a bracha on it. It sounds like one would be able to use spices or incense in a Beis Abel. So like Kasha, Haba Beis Abel, Haba Beis Hamanachman. Okay, it's not exactly clear that there's, one is either Beis Abel, one's Beis Hamanachman. So what is the differentiation between these two? There's two different ways to understand it. Either Beis Abel means when the Abel is there. Beis Abel means when the mace, sorry, not the Abel, but when the mace is there, so now, why would one be using the spice to get rid of the smell of the mace? And therefore, it would be okay to use the spice. It's not being used, uh, you know, because you just want to, because the, uh, the oven wants to enjoy. It's being used to just offset the bad smell. And Hamba Beis Amenachman is when the mace is not there, so there's no tachlis for the spice other than as, as just a nice smell. It should be nice and fragrant for the people sitting shiva. So then we'll say it's going to be usher. Okay, that's one way of learning this. Or the other way is that Beis HaAvel means, more makel dick way of understanding this, Beis HaAvel means that if only the Avelim are in the room or in the house, then one may not go ahead and light incense or use spices. But Beis HaNachman means if there's other people there as well, so then since it's not only being done exclusively for the benefit of the people sitting Shiva, then we'll allow it. Two different ways to understand it. Okay, Zakta next Mishnah. So now we're discussing this concept of a Sudas Havra. Right? So we discussed um, we discussed the, 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 this idea again that the first Suda that the Avel eats, people bring food to him. And there's three reasons given as to why there's a we know there's a Khiv, right? The Pasuk said Vecheskel that you shouldn't eat. That, that, that Yecheskel can eat his own food, but we, we've had an understanding from there. The Mashmah says is that every other Avel does not eat his own food. Okay, that people, there's a Chiyav to eat from a Suda that people bring. Okay, so why? So there's three reasons given. Number one, okay, is that we're concerned that if no one's going to be, if there's no meal train, no one's taking care of him, he is a Tarad, he's Avelos, he's Daiga, he's worried, and he's just not going to have what to eat. We won't have to prepare it. And therefore, so we, it's a chiv on the other, others to make sure that the avel is well fed. Second reason is, is that when, uh, second reason given is, is that when other people give it to him, it's a, it's a sense of nechama. Right? You're coming to pay respects. One would be coming to visit a base avel. So the idea is to be menachem, the avel. So we bring food, that comforts them as well. So it's part of the process. And the third reason given is that it's actually to, be, to, to, to restrict simcha. That when a person eats his own food, 
okay, I know what I like, I eat my own food, it's a, a simcha, but when I'm going to be forced to eat whatever is brought to me, okay, depending on whose turn it was on the meal train, maybe it's not such good food, okay, so it's a, it's a certain, and I don't know, it's simcha, but it's like the opposite, it's a certain like unsettled, I don't know what I'm eating for dinner, like whatever, whatever people bring me, so it's, it's unsettled, so some, you know, some sort of concept like that. Now, Right, right, but again, once we, once, I, I guess once we, you're right, but once we go ahead and we have to make it permanent, right? So to make it permanent, we would say that it's not a he, right? It's, the, the way to enforce it and make sure it happens is by saying he doesn't pre- prepare his own food. We draw clear, differentiated lines. So, Zak the Mishnah, ain't my leech in the base of Now, when this suit is Havra, so don't bring the food to the base of Avalah, but Tavla, but Askutla. Okay, not with a big tray or a large bowl, some sort of large basket. Again, don't use these large kalim, elabasalim, use plain, simple baskets. Do not say, okay, so meaning, um, okay, so in the, um, when, what would happen, the way it would happen is that when they came back from the Beis HaKvaris, they would make that, they would do the Hasudas Havra, like publicly in the street, and they would end the Suda with a bracha of Baruch Menachem Avelim. We brought this before. So what we're saying is, B'mayed, on Chalamayed, we don't make this Baruch Avelim. Aval Emdim B'Shura, however, there is the concept of Shura, which means that, that the people who escorted form a line, and the Avelim pass through, okay, and they say, Tisnachamu. So that we would do. So we, we, we would say, Tisnachem, and then you send them away, you send the Rabbim away, okay, on Bechalmaid. Now in general, don't put the Mita with the Mesa on it in the street, right, it causes too much Hespid, too much crying, you can see that. And never put, um, never put the woman in the street ever, meaning before we said, and why? Never put them anywhere, okay? Meaning that, that people should not be seeing the mita of the Nashim. It should be cover, covered up. Why? Because Rashi says, Ziva. Because she's going to, possibly she's going to, uh, she's going to be bleeding when she passed away. And it's, it's unsightly. It's not nice. It's, a, it's disrespectful to her, okay? Um, and probably we have to understand contextually that a lot of, Right, they're probably their uh, childbirth, their death rate in childbirth in those days was very high. So it's very likely that for women, so what are the chances of the woman be bleeding? Yeah, we're not talking about ninety-five-year-old women. Um, you know, we're talking about that they probably primarily died. I'm theorizing here, but they probably priority, pri- primarily died in childbirth, and therefore it was a common occurrence that the woman uh, would be bleeding. So now we're going to talk about different minhagim that used to they used to do. So originally they used to um, they used to bring the sudasavra the food with silver bowls and gold ones and the anim they used to bring with twigs of peeled of peeled uh, you know arava twigs but you right so the junk. Right, so there was a differentiation, a clear class difference. The Aniim were embarrassed. They said, you know what? Everybody brings 
with the the Nitzarim shall arava klupa, peeled arava twigs. Fine. We're going to say a bunch of examples. Originally in Beis Avel, so the wealthy people had zuchuchus levana, white glass, which is very expensive. We've had that other places. And the aniyim in colored glass, which was cheaper. The aniyim again were embarrassed. Everybody used colored glass. Out of respect for So originally there was like a, a wake. Right, so they used to go ahead and reveal. They would they, people can see the face of the mace if they were wealthy. Because so the wealthy people they looked well kept, so we could see it. But the uh, poor people who didn't have what to eat because of famine, so their face got disfigured or bloated, and therefore it would look ugly, it would look yucky. So we didn't do it. They said, you know what? No, unco- no exposed faces. We don't. We everybody has to be covered. What? They didn't have faces. They, when the mace was there, the ma- they would the, the mace would be lying on the or in the casket, and they could see. No cover. Meaning on the way to the basic car store. On the way to the basic car store. They would them. Yeah. When people came for the funeral. No problem. how you might see an Ashirim Bidargesh. So originally the Ashirim of Aniem Beklicha. Okay. So Dargesh, we said, was this like the honorary chair or, or leather chair, right? But there was something we had this Dargesh again. So they would do it. They would bring out the Ashirim on this special chair. Mazel Tov chair, and the, the uh, poor people on, on a regular, you know, a, a Pashat bed. Everybody goes on the Pashat bed. So originally, if a person died with <coughs> an intestinal disease, so it wouldn't smell good, so they would put the Mugmar under him. Now the people that had this disease when they were still alive, and, oh boy, this is not going to be good, right? Words, we knew exactly who had illnesses, they, and they knew that when they passed on, that this was going to be done for them, and it made them feel bad. So again, we're going to see a lot of these examples right now. So he said, you know what? Everybody gets it. All Mason get it, whether, you, whether a Mace had a disease or not. So if a woman died, it was a Nida. So along with her, they would, they would be Teuvel. Along with the woman, they would be Teuvel the Kalim. Uh, okay, that if, if they would die, everybody would know it was a nida. It was something, right, that we, that they, it was kept very personal. Therefore, that everybody, meaning the kalim of the women, were, were they were titled the kalim of the woman, with the woman, they could shall nida as chayas. So the, the ones that were alive that were nida wouldn't feel bad. Again, same idea for males. That, uh, that they realize that there is of now that if they if they pass as the dove, it made them feel bad. So iskinu shiyu matbilan agabe akol nekvayd and shalzav and chayim. Next, parishayno hayu hitzas hamais kashal lekrayvav. Okay, originally the cost to bury the mace was so expensive. Yisur it was harder and therefore it was so expensive. It was more difficult in many instances than mimisasai than the death itself. And that's what they were really afraid of. Actually, ukrevi manichan asoy ubarchen. So you know what they used to do? Like a gunshot victim. Leave it really in front of the hospital. Okay, meaning they would leave it in front of the, they would drop it in the street and run. He said, you know what? Meaning they used to, they used to use tachrichin that were very, very expensive. And therefore, it was people, people, people were really nervous about that. And Rabbi Gamliel went ahead and said, a certain meaning he lowered the standards, the Yatsa Bekle Pishtain, 
Okay, meaning that he put in his sava that he should go out with clay. And that became the minog that we bury with very, very simple even with canvas that cost the barzuz, meaning is very, very, very cheap. Okay, meaning the cheapest possible stuff. That's what tachrichim are made of. So we said that we don't do a public display of the mita. Amar of Papa. Ain Mayed, right? So what do we discuss? We discussed, we said, we said, Yeah, so now we have a Bryso. So we said that we don't put the mita berachayv shalahargil, okay? Um, sorry. Shalahargil is a hespid, right? Not to over hespid. Now, let's just see another dinner of Papa. That for regular, uh, for ain mayed b'fnei tamad chacham. So we're discussing, just kind of stuck in over here, that there is no concept of mayed of chalamayed. So when we said that there's no hesbit and there's certain things we don't do on the mayed, the Mishnah said a whole bunch of things. Sorry, that we said we don't do on the mayed. We said ain amin berchas avelim b'mayed, avol ain dim b'shura. So we, however, ain mayed b'fnei tamad chacham. Regular, for tamad chacham, regular levaya. V'chol shekein chanukah purim. For sure, chanukah purim, there is he would have a regular a hespit, regular, regular din. Now, what we didn't discuss is what about, is there din a velos on, on Hanukkah and Purim? So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in two different places, two different ways. This is like, there's a machlekes. The Rambam says that, um, that there is din a velos, and the Rosh says that there's not. No din a velos because it says you may mishta v'simcha on Purim, let's say, for instance. And the Shulchan Aruch says, like, Paskins like the Rambam, that there is din a velos, but the Ramah argues and says that only for Dvar Shabbat and also the Shulchan Aruch and Yeridea says that um, that we don't stop. It doesn't. It's not mafsik, right? So the question is, does Purim have a dinner of a regal because it has a dinner of a simcha? We discussed that, right? Why why does regal stop avelus? Because avelus and simcha, right? Regal is simcha, and avelus avelus and simcha are the antithesis of each other. They don't go together, and therefore Purim, where there's also a dinner of Yemei Mishnah Simcha, so maybe it would stop it. So we paskin that no, it does not stop it. Okay, however, one should keep Dvarm Shabbatzina. Okay, now, by the way, Okay, now this, that we keep, regular Levaya, that is Bifanov, or the Mita is there. Okay, then, meaning we don't go and have uh, all sorts of Espedim and stuff like that, memorial services afterwards. Is that true? I we say that Rav Kahana did do a Hespit for Rav Zvid. Okay, before Nara, <clears throat> it was Sholoi Bifne Hamita, meaning it was in a different city. So it was some sort of moral service. The Mita wasn't there. So we're saying you only do it when the Mita's there. That's the only time we would have a Hespid Bimai, but if the Mita's not there, we wouldn't do it. And here, he did it before Nara in a different city. So Amara Papi Yom Shmuahava, Dami. It's like Bifanav. Okay, so we see that in certain instances for Tamar Chacham, we would go ahead and be Nahig, um, <clears throat> we would be Nahig uh, Levi or Hespid on. Amar Ula Hespid al Lave. That Hespid means that it's on the lave, and um, it's something that that they would apparently there was they would clap or do something on the lave as well. al Okay, that they are seifed. That's lashon Hespid. So again, it, it's we refer to Hespid only as people talking about the mace, but there was apparently also they would bang on their on their lave on their heart. Tipuach is clapping biyad. Kilos, which is stomping, that's Berega with the foot. So when somebody stomps, right, and this is all, these are all symbols of 
of Abelus or Hespid, right? So they were all things we would do at a, at a covet or to show that they were for sorrow of the mace. So, don't do the stomping with a sandal. Do it with the manal. Don't do it with a sandal. It doesn't have proper support system. And we're afraid the person stomping might break his leg. So, as soon as the avel kind of shakes his head, meaning that he was makabel the tanchum, that he was makabel the, he feels consoled, so then shuvein manchimen. You don't carry on. At that point, once he shakes, the avel shakes his hand, it means you're free to go, you're done. Rishayin leishev, emenachim rishayin leishev. That's like lead. Everybody is chayiv to stand. When a nazi walks into the room, okay, or a nazi is talking, chutz me evel b'chayla, me avel b'chayla. And avel and b'chayla do not have to stand. Now, if they stood, so let's say, meaning the Nasi walks in, everybody stands up, and it's okay, now free to sit, go ahead and sit. So we tell everybody to sit, except if an Avel or a Chayla stood, stood up, we would not tell them to sit. Because by telling the Avel to sit down, we're basically saying, go back to your Avelas. Or by telling a Chayla to sit down, we're basically saying, Go back and lie in your bed. Go back to your sickness. So therefore, we don't want to do that. Okay, this is what we discussed before. Sudas Havra, also to eat his own bread. Okay, so we told Yecheskel, you don't eat. You don't eat. Um, you don't eat your own food. So the Mashmos is that everybody else does have a chiv. Rabbi Rav Yosef Machalfi Sudasayu Lahadadi. Okay, so they went ahead, and it wasn't the Mepharshim point out that it wasn't done Latinai, but they would switch. We've had this concept before that they would switch. It can't be like paying back a loan. They would switch um, sudos with, with with each other, and the reason right they were poor, and therefore they made a deal. They made, it wasn't parayin, but they, that's just what they would do. Is if one wasn't an avelus, the other would. Would bring his him his suda, and if the other wasn't available, then he would bring it to the other guy. Okay, so if a person um, passes away in the city, everybody is usher to do malacha. Sorry, one second. Yeah, just one thing on the last. I just want to speak out one thing quickly on the last thing. That we said that on the first day, it's so a question is, is it the first Suda or just the first day? It's whether it's the first day or just the first Suda. And the Nafkamina would then be what happens if the Abel didn't uh, eat anything. So, it um, wonders if he doesn't eat on the first day. So, the Shulchan Arach, meaning then would, would he have to have this Suda Savra on a subsequent day, and the Shulchan Aruch says that it's no, that the Din Suda is the only the first Suda of the first day. That's the way the Shulchan Aruch passes. Okay. Anyways, remember, Yudam Arab, Mespa Ir, Kolben, Ir Asur, and Basiyas Malacha. So everyone's going to be Asur to do Malacha. Taisus points out here that it's, it's, it's Mashma, the Talmud Torah is going to be Mutter. However, meaning so as soon as there's a mace, everybody's allowed to continue learning, but what we're saying is, and we'll see with some caveats over here, but everybody has to stop working. So learning they'll allowed to continue until the mace comes out. Once it's a the mace, then it's going to be Asr Torah as well. So Ravimnuna went to Durmasa, to that city, Shama Kol Shipura. Okay, you heard the, the sound of the shaver, the Shechva. 
Okay, so he saw basically that the, 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 there was a sound that went off, basically saying that somebody died. So he saw people working. Amr he said, what are, you, what, what are you doing? There's a dead body in the city. You're not allowed to be working now. Stop working. So Amr they told him, that there's like a Hever Kadisha, there's a specific, specific group of people within his group that are responsible, within his community, they're responsible for taking care of him, and therefore we don't have to stop working. And therefore, it's good for you now, it's going to be Musr, it's going to be Mutter. And he agreed, he said, Yeah, then you're fine, okay, because um, we know that the Mace is going to be taken care of. If somebody cries too much, too much of Avelis, it'll end up being, okay, it'll end up being that he's going to cry for another mace. Right? So obviously he's supposed to, he's supposed to, he's in Avelos and he's going to cry, but don't do too much. And the Mepharshim explained because it shows that you're not being makabal the din. That yes, of course you're sad. Of course the other was sad for what occurred. But at the same time, you have to understand that everything came from Akadosh Baruch and it's uh, until a point. Ayitz, so we have a story. Ayitz, Rabbi Bishvusa, Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Huna's neighborhood. Havalu Shiva Bani. So she had seven children. Meitzchad Minai. One of the children died. Havas Kabachi Biserasa Aleha. And she couldn't stop crying. She was going on and on and on. She lost her son Nebuch. Okay. Rabbi Huna said, Shalach Rabbi Huna Loitavdi Hachi. Don't do this. Loyashka Chabe. She didn't listen to him. Shalach Le again. He sent Itzaisis Mutav. If you listen to me, meaning. Okay, I understand you lost your son and it's terrible, but you can't do this. Itzayis is mutav. If you listen to me, good. And if you don't listen to me, zvadasa li'idach mis. Zvadasa li'idach mis. Prepare tachrichin for another dead body. Meaning, he's saying that more children are going to die, right? If, if, if you don't, uh, if, you, if a person uh, is not available too much, it causes more death. All, all of her children died, all of her seven children died. And she still was crying and crying and crying and said, prepare tachrichim for yourself. And the lady died. Okay, so now the Pasuk says, don't, right? Pasuk tells, um, um, in Yeremia, it says, what does that mean? What does it mean, don't cry for a mace? Of course you cry for a mace. No, it means don't cry for a mace more more than, than an appropriate amount. So what do we see? So for the first three days, okay, first three days um, are for Marbe Bechia, a lot of crying. And seven is for Hespid. We say things about the Mace, we memorialize. And 30 days, meaning of all the restrictions of the Shloshim Lutas Paris. You're not allowed to do more than me, meaning that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, created Dini Avelis. And he said that there's a concept of Avelis and when somebody, Nebuch, would have, if someone should have a mace, so you sit to Avelis. But by, not, by, by going overboard, you're basically showing that like, I'm, I'm more of, it pains me, it pains the one who's sitting the Shiva more than Akadosh Baruch Hu. And that's not appropriate. Akadosh Baruch Hu had his reasons for taking this person. But Akadosh Baruch Hu was saying, Iyata, but, Iyata Merachmanim Yosem die. You're not a more bigger Rachman. Akash Baruch Hu is the ultimate Rachman, and he took this person, took this person, and this didn't avail us to be to do avail us. But don't go too far. Don't go overboard. What does this mean? Cry, cry, Okay, meaning that there is an exception to when one is allowed to do more crying, go overboard with the crying. That is somebody 
who died without children. We never go to a base of El somebody who passed without having children. Why? Because there is no legacy, meaning it's not just this person that's gone. The entire, there's the person and there's legacy. Normally, so you're saying when we say don't cry too much, that's because the person left a legacy on. There's something left. So cry for the person that's gone, but okay, there's a legacy. There's some sort of hemshach, there's, there's a continuation. Right? He's gone. Right? That legacy is gone. That no, he has a different shot of this Pasuk. It's not talking about a person that doesn't leave a legacy, but rather somebody doesn't have era and he repeats it. That that is that's that's worth really crying and carrying on about. Why? That a person doesn't have era and he repeats it, it becomes mutter to him. Really? It becomes mutter? That's not true. It's still an Aveira. Okay, and therefore, it's, he's dush, but, right? He just continues. He doesn't, so therefore, that is, we have to say, you know, oh, that's something worth really, really, really carrying on about. I'm Rebbe Levi. So what do we see as far as Dinam Avelis? What are the proper ways for Dinam Avelis? Avel Shloisha Yamim Harishanim Yiras Atzma Kilu Cherev Monachas Bain Shtei Yirei Choysav Okay, or Ksefav coming to whichever gear up, but the point is that again, we said that Misa represents Einish, represents Din, right? So now for the first three days, the Din is very fresh. And therefore, a person should uh, uh, conduct himself with a certain fear of Din as if there is a sword placed right between his shoulders. There's a sword in the room, but it's in the corner. Okay, meaning that it is, and what is that? What's Mikan Ve'elach? Taisa says, for 12 months, meaning that, that, that din, that fear of din, that fear that one has to have of the din that just occurred, is still there. It retains, okay, but it's like uh, just somebody passing by. You see somebody with a gun, there's a certain, you know, recoil or a certain sword, but um, so there's certain, still a certain fear of it.